Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ukulele Underground Podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron the Voice. Nakamura, say what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai the Legend Fergan, say what's, what's up, Kahai. So, before we move on, I was just talking about this. Before people on the, like, you know, watching the video fixate on, like, oh man, what is that on Aldrin shirt? It's, I, I just came from the restroom and I have. Sweaty. Yeah, yeah, I just washed my hands. And, uh, couple you know a couple drops of water i guess like went on my shirt and the thing is i um i, I get emails are like oh man where does Aldrin get his shirts and stuff like so sometimes i'm like i just kind of want to wear like a plain blue purple whatever this color i'm i'm slightly colorblind like <laughs> purple shirt i'm just like you know but the thing with these like plain shirts is that it's so thin that if any like little water goes on it it'll like show especially on camera so before people fixate on it and stuff it'll probably disappear soon as you know like as it uh as it goes or it'll get worse because i'm just gonna get sweatier and sweatier because <laughs> and it doesn't matter at all to the podcast yeah to the like podcast that's why it's only for the people who, who are watching on video listeners. because especially when we do like the close-up like this like how kahai has it right now it's pretty noticeable like on on camera so people feel like oh man what's that on a shirt was was he eating Subway again? <laughs> For those Aloha Friday Life Jam viewers over there, yeah, it's not totally not that sweet onion sauce from uh, from Subway. It's it's just water. It'll disappear soon. <laughs> Sorry, okay, there, there's like yeah. Uh, try keep going because like, yeah. there's something weird with this camera going on. Oh, I see, I see, I see, I see. I see. It's okay, it's okay. So. Um, it's it's just us three gentlemen you know we've uh, we've we've had lots of things happen in the past few weeks and stuff that we were like okay we're gonna have craig and sarah and we didn't have craig and sarah then we had craig and sarah then uh i, I think today we were gonna have um magic mike come in but actually we're gonna have magic mike come in next week so uh he i just saw him and speaking of which since we have the close-up camera he just gave me a very 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 late birthday present because he told me that he was gonna give this to me last year or he's been he was working on it since last year um here it is this yamaha box <laughs> what uh, could it what be? could it be so i uh, i opened it earlier and man mike has been reading my uh, like my hello kitty dream journal of wish lists <laughs> because hot dang it is a clarinet <laughs> so uh mike works at a, at a music store so we, we've talked about that before and stuff and um last year i guess or the year that he um the other music store closed that he was that he was working for mm -hmm. somebody like came in some lady came in and said like oh you know my uh, my my son or, or daughter or whatever my kid played this um you know for the band and i don't know he doesn't play anymore so he's just here mm -hmm. so they just like gave it to him i guess it was a little broken so like mike fixed it up and stuff and he gave it to me as a present so i'm like right on so mike's like okay i'm gonna give this to you but i need to see it on thursday i'm gonna watch thursday's uh, <laughs> podcast and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna need to i need to see you at least like playing it so right on he gave me some reads he gave me a two and a half rico or juno read and uh and i was like yeah that's probably right because i don't think i can handle like the five six reads that i used to van doran that i used to play because <laughs> you know it's, it's not the same anymore so this clarinet you on the ground i guess <laughs> yeah i know amateur reads right now all your all your um... but yeah he uh he he recorked it and stuff and he really fixed it up he like he said he um sanded some of the stuff so you can see a little bit you know of scuffs and whatnot so just make sure that it's nice and clean and uh took out all the you know 
all the keys and then wiped them down and stuff and disinfected everything. I'm like, right on, Mike. So thank you so much, Mike. Magic Mike. So you'll see this in a video very soon. I'm just like, <laughs> now I was I was thinking of, of it in the car. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this cover. I'm gonna do that cover. And the first thing that came to mind is I was like, I want to cover like Ehu Girl, you know, like because Ehu Girl has that like that that saxophone part and stuff. I'm like, I can play it on clarinet. And then I was listening in the car on the way here. I'm like, ain't no way I'm gonna play that bass line. <laughs> <laughs> so. Unless I, I get Kaniho, like the actual Kaniho, not like not like pretend Kaniho that that I've had, you know. So maybe I'll I'll get him, and maybe we'll do a cover of Ehu Girl with this uh, with this clarinet. But if anything, there's tons of ska stuff that I could play with this, <laughs> these clarinets. So um, for those of you folks who don't know, I played clarinet throughout uh, pretty much all of high school and and most of college. I was um, I was a first chair clarinet. I'm. I'm saying that, but it's not going to reflect on how I play today because it, it's been like almost two decades. It's, I think last time I played was 2004. But this was my gateway to like to you know to uh, to learning how to read and write music and things like that. This is something that I used. And while playing this instrument, you know, to, to bring it back to ukulele underground, this was the uh, was the instrument because I was learning how to read and write music. I'm like, well, like ukulele is an instrument, right? Like. I could, you know, I could maybe do the things that I was learning on the Essential Elements book um, from for clarinet and did it on my ukulele. And I'm like, well, okay, I'm like making music, like, quote unquote, <laughs> making music. So uh, that, that's that's how I started to like, okay, well, let me play a scale. And I was like doing my major scale. So nobody like forced me to do any of that stuff. Where like, you know, if you want to get better at the ukulele, maybe you shouldn't, you know, learn music theory and scales. I'm just <laughs> like, well, I have this book. Maybe I should like use that book because other than like. Uh, Treasury of Ukulele Chords by Roy Sukuma. There really wasn't too much ukulele books out there, and um, and I don't know. I was like, I was it like was a pre pre jumping gym. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that like I was, you know, I'm too much of like a local kid to like go pick up like a jumping gym book. And there's like kind of this uh, what you call the stigma about it. They're like oh, jumping gym, jumpin you know, like gym. you can't show up at like at the beach with your jumping gym books, hey, you yeah. know? And then like, oh, what is or even Lyle Ritz? Yeah, like, or even Lyle Ritz, yeah. even though those books are great, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so going. Uh, going to the music store and buying one of those and people like kind of knew me as a, as a uke player at that point you know like um or just that i played uke not like i was you know like performer or whatever but yeah so here you go mike just just for you i don't even know what to play i'll play a scale i guess i'm talking about scales no i'm just joking <laughs> <laughs> just joking, just joking, just joking. Ah. <laughs> okay ah uh, now okay <laughs> I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Mike. C scale just for you. <laughs> but thank you so much. I'm going to relearn it. I just got it. Like, I just came from the music store and, and grabbed it from Mike. So I'm going to spend some time. I'm going to relearn stuff. Um, this might need a little bit of recorking because it's a little loose and stuff. But, you know. It's 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 awesome. I'm I'm super stoked about this. And uh, for my Oversoul project, I'm gonna I'm gonna be using this. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. I've been using like a uh, like a kalimba, like some like some pretty cool like random instruments. So this is this is next in, in my uh, in my list. Guy, did you play for for the band? Yeah, I played trumpet. Yeah, trumpet. That's right. That's right. Ah, I'm stoked. And it's like a Yamaha, just like how I had. But I had like um, a like. 
an even lower model than this. <laughs> <laughs> more student. <laughs> yeah, more student model. And like, and I used that throughout all of high school and college and I was like in competitions and stuff and mm -hmm. I was using, it's kind of like the equivalent of like performing, because we perform at the um, Polynesian Cultural Center over on, uh, on Oahu mm -hmm. and we were, you know, competing at a national level. So that's kind of like playing uh, a, like a, Soprano, like hundred dollar kala at like um at like a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess like like Carnegie Hall. So it's uh you know I I may do so I, I've I've always you know believed that like what is that one saying about the you know painter like you know if a, a real like painter can paint anything with like with any brush or something like that you know <laughs> yeah. like no matter what brush he uses it's not like a I have this whatever super fine tip thing that that I can do these things like a real artist can like can make stuff out of that so as a first chair clarinets first chair second <laughs> clarinet player for Kauai High School I represented with my $300 Yamaha. <laughs> That's like a super entry model back in like, uh, it was, it must have been 2000, no, 1997. That's when I first played clarinet. Kahai, were you alive in 1997? Uh, yeah. You were what? Uh, I was. X years old. Yeah, let's just go with that. He was X years old. Yeah. It was single digits. You so. single digits. You single digits in 97. Was, Lower end of the single digits or higher end of the single digits? I was the ripe old age of four. <laughs> right on. So there you go, Mike. Thank you so much for the present. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. I'm going to, I'm going to work on it, you know, this, this entire week and, and, and see what, what, what happens. All right. So this is, uh, ukulele underground podcast where we talk about ukulele. So let's start talking with ukulele instead of clarinets, right? Um, <laughs> clarinet underground. <laughs> clarinet underground. I tried to make that as short and sweet as possible so that we can move on to all the ukulele goodness. And I tried to tie in some ukulele in there because honestly, that is like what I did, um, there was a lot of cool, like, essential element songs that, you know, that, uh, that I wanted to put into the ukulele. Um, Competition-wise, when we did, like, competition music, we did Cowboys. Um, and that was something that I really wanted to do. And that actually uh, inspired me to do the Bandido Tyler album. Because that, you know, that Cowboys album. And if, for those of you folks wondering, Cowboys. There's a movie, like, uh, I want to say 50s, 60s. Um, in uh, called the Cowboys, and that was the uh, I think John Williams um, did the score to that, and and that that music was just so good, it was so good, and uh, that kind of sparked Bandito Tyler. So if you listen to that album um, or that uh, that soundtrack for the uh, the Cowboys, you'll be like, oh yeah, I now understand where Aldrin took all that stuff uh, like uh, for Bandito Tyler from. It's from that uh, soundtrack. So. Anyways, gang, uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to answer any and all of your questions, however we may get it, via email, via phone call, via text, via, hey, Eldreen can ask you a question, whatever it may be, I'll answer it to my best ability, and these two guys are going to come in with their two cents. We'll try to come up with the best answer possible that the three of us can come up with. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's like, you know, that was, uh, was alright, but we're going to try our best. Right, Kahai? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, Kahai, give me the first question, bud. Uh, Skip asked, uh, or he said, I know everything is subjective, but what are your choices for the best tonal wood combinations for top, back, and sides oh. of a tenor uke? 
Yeah, this right here. <laughs> like uh, honestly, so I, I do have I do have my favorites. Okay, um, I've always wanted one like this, which is it's is a Sitka spruce top with um, Brazilian rosewood back inside. It doesn't have to be Brazilian. You can get Indian uh, East Indian rosewood is readily available nowadays, and it's it's pretty similar. You know, like a lot of people swear by the Brazilian rosewood, but um, <laughs> East Indian sounds pretty similar you don't you don't comparable. have to yeah it's comparable like I, and and not expensive, not expensive not, or yeah. not illegal. As, as, <laughs> yeah, yeah illegal or expensive yeah you know how people come to hawaii and they buy mm. koa and they, yeah. they buy like a koa bowl or koa's thing and they go home and they're like oh this is a real koa from hawaii but then it, like if you really look at it or if you mm. look into it it's like what is it like a, acacia. acacia yeah from <laughs> from you know asia or something yeah I heard the same thing with uh, Brazilian rosewood that oh, yeah. it's like a lot of it like people call Brazilian, Brazilian. rosewood but it's not from mm, like you yeah. know it's like unless you from... have the certificate yeah 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 and you can and you can tell in some cases you can tell like just by the you know the the hue of like the of the wood but then again like each each tree is going <laughs> to yeah. be different there might be like a super dark tree that's like oh yeah that's Brazilian but it's actually East Indian you know so um, but uh, the reason why I like that combination is because uh, Sitka Spruce is known to be a pretty bright um, top for, for, for musical instruments, okay, like guitars and stuff. Um, so I like that kind of brightness, but balance with a dark back and sides, which is the uh, the Brazilian rosewood. Um, a lot of people will say that the, the back and sides don't really matter because they've done a uh, like that study where they use paper mache like uh, as a as a back and sides and, uh, mm -hmm. and kept the nice tone wood at the top and it still works. It's all good, but it doesn't mean that you know that the back and sides don't lend a uh, um, any kind of properties to. Uh, to the combination you can definitely use like paper mache and it'll sound okay but um you know that with the choice of back and sides it'll you know it'll kind of make the sound towards what you want it so I, I wanted a dark sounding wood uh to balance out the brightness of the uh, of the spruce top I also like alcoa. I mean that's just it's what I use my, my entire career as far as playing ukulele this is kind of you know, my first few months playing with a uh, with with a spruce top ukulele, but um, oh no, I guess there was a little stunt in my career where where I use spruce, which is the um, the applause ukulele. So I've, I've you know I've used that, but that's kind of like a graphite back. And so what do they use that? What do you use for the back and sides for the applause? Yeah, you know? I'm not sure. Some kind of yeah, it's uh, that that applause ovation kind of back. Um, but let's see. Yeah, I was talking about koa koa. Um, <clears throat> all koa ukuleles are, are, are great, you know, as long as the, the neck is not made out of koa, as long as the neck is made out of uh, um, mahogany or, or some, something else, really, rosewood, you know? Harder, um, a harder, yeah, harder stiffer wood. wood. So that's that's why when when uh, when Kahai brought up like uh, bowls and stuff that you know that will that is made out of koa, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know, that's kind of like a, a pretty bendy wood, like koa is good because it's you know it, it bends easily and you want something that's kind of a softer wood for the top and a harder wood for the back and sides and um koa is not as soft as, uh, as sitka it's a little bit stronger but not as hard excuse me not as hard as like say like rosewood or uh, or ebony or things like that um and it's it's really good a good balance between bright and and on the dark side depending on on what cut of koa that you get is going to be the um 
the properties of sound that your ukuleles can produce. I've had co-ukuleles uh, co that were not as bright. I've had some that were only bright, that was like annoyingly bright. Um, you know, and also depends how you brace it inside, but mm -hmm. uh, combinations, all koa is, is always gorgeous. Like I love, love, love the look of co-ukuleles because, you know, you just can't beat that like kind of ranging from like anywhere from brown to like bright orange is just beautiful. And then they have like the, uh, you know the uh the curls that go with it or the um like sapwood like when you put all that stuff into you know into consideration you got some beautiful 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 uh you know instruments made out of koa so it doesn't just sound nice but also looks nice um but those two honestly you know i i like redwood also but then to you know to pair up redwood uh, you would have to kind of experiment a little bit with the back and sides. I would pair it with something like uh, like rosewood also with a redwood top. You could you could do that. Um, I've had uh, I've had koa back and sides for the redwood. That sounds you know pretty good. The bridgewood ukulele that I have is koa back and sides with the redwood on top. Um, but my favorites uh, spruce, rosewood, and all koa. Those are my top two. Kai, what about you? I know you you buy guitars and stuff and you know, yeah. ukuleles and whatnot. Uh, yeah, that's I mean I, I again like even uh, kind of if this person is thinking like oh whatever they say I'm gonna mm -hmm. go and look for that particular yeah. like combination of woods or whatever and I feel like uh, I don't go into a music shop looking for a particular like set of woods mm -hmm. or something. Uh, I just kind of it's like more instrument instrument to instrument cause yeah that's true. that's true like how they make it I think will have more of an effect on the overall sound than like the yeah. combination mm, yeah, of woods yeah. and that's why you can have two ukuleles or yeah. two instruments with the same combination mm. of woods that sound completely different from each other mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so it's not yeah it's not a guarantee but uh, like you said yeah. like uh, if it's you know if the sound doesn't matter, it's just like what you like. It is yeah. subjective, yeah. So subjective I, aside, what what's your what's your favorite? Yeah, and I think mm -hmm. it, like you said, it's I, I like a, like a spruce top or like a, a softer wood top, and then mm -hmm. like uh, you know uh, I have a redwood guitar, so I like mm -hmm. that sound. And mm -hmm. uh, it, yeah, it's I don't know. I, I also like kind of like all different types of woods mm -hmm. and i like them for different things right like i might mm -hmm. be like oh this is my ukulele that i really like because it's super bright or this yeah. one is like pretty dark yeah. so there's lots of you know there's lots of woods to choose from and there's definitely lots of great combinations um of of different tone woods but i don't know i'm 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 pretty basic <laughs> like i like <laughs> you know like tried and true sounds not that i don't like all the other stuff i do and i have ukuleles you know that have uh different combinations and i've played ukuleles with different combinations and, and thought they were beautiful and sounds beautiful as well but for me like i mean <clears throat> this I, this is my first fancy ukulele my other ukuleles have been super like uniform and just like you know the ebony like uh um what was binding I, I didn't have all the sparkles until this particular ukulele so 
uh, I, I kind of like to keep it basic, but I've seen some like some great sounding, great looking uh, like mango, yeah. you know, ukuleles uh, or guitars even. Um, I've had like I've seen some cool like bear claw spruce, like that's pretty cool. Uh, like Adirondack as as opposed to spru uh, Sitka. So this is Sitka spruce. Is also Adirondack. Um, there's bear claw spruce. There's uh, I don't know. There um, was the one from uh, from from Oregon that um, that Maya Moe uses. Uh, mm, is that is that one like, particular wood that they use? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, myrtle, myrtle, yeah, myrtle sounds about? and and looks great. Also, I've seen people do some amazing stuff with it. Even bamboo, you know, like there's lots of really yeah. cool, like uh, cool sounding and and looking tone woods out there. And it's um, you know, like I know it, like, like you said, you know, it's subjective. But for me, I don't know, basic. I just so, I just like <laughs> basic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not not a you know oh also mahogany and that's also yeah. basic like all mahogany oh my uh my martin ukulele is all mahogany with the um with tortoiseshell binding it's like one of the best sounding ukes that i have even the the tailor that that i got from uh from ritesh like is is all mahogany and it sounds and looks beautiful so i think third place would be mahogany i i think <laughs> like don't you know don't rule out or don't feel yeah. like ooh, that ukulele is made out of that wood i don't yeah. want to play it because yes. you never know what you're gonna find mm. but also like yeah there's a reason why you know violin makers have been making uh violins out mm. of spruce right mm. like sitka spruce mm -hmm. and uh like uh, classical yep. guitarists or guitars and spanish mm -hmm. guitars have been made out of brazilian rosewood for like you know centuries yeah, so yeah. it's like uh yeah there, there's a reason mm. why those woods are like highly regarded you know so it, mm. it definitely does have a sound that is like probably pleasing to a majority of people yeah. the the coolest or the most unique to me is that i have an ukulele that um that is custom made from the philippines that my dad got for me and the top or a uh, top back and sides is made out of langka which is jackfruit like filipino jackfruit oh. and um and that's like one of the best tone woods in the philippines like it's it's really good and the uh, the neck and headstock is made out of nada which is uh, they use for like furniture and stuff it's like southeast asia uh, it, it grows there it's it's really like a really strong wood so that's like one of the coolest wood combinations that i have jackfruit and nada nada wood pretty cool yeah 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 so <laughs> i like I, them all <laughs> yeah but those are my top three sitka mm -hmm. rosewood uh koa and mahogany all koa and all mahogany yeah mm-hmm I like yeah it's it's cool to know and I, I would definitely say like go and try out as much different types of uh, yeah. instruments that are made out of different woods yeah. but then also like if you're sitting there you know and uh, you're sitting in a music shop and they try to sell you like oh this this instrument <laughs> is way better because it's made out of koa you know is like well just trust yeah. your ear you know trust yeah. your ear and trust what you're you're playing because it, it, even if it's like oh this is just a spruce guitar or whatever yeah. like just go for it going back to the thing you can you can make art with any paintbrush you know what i mean it doesn't matter like if you're using a paintbrush at all or if you're using like coconut husks you know like <laughs> art is art it's gonna be good i think it's it's what you if you yeah. like the instrument right then you're more likely to pay, play yeah. it so yeah. yeah the most important thing is like how much your your connection with whatever you're gonna, mm -hmm. you're gonna get so yeah. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully that answers your question. How about you, Aaron? I didn't ask you. What's your favorite combination? <laughs> like looks wise or whatever, you know? Uh, like... Yeah. I don't know. I would probably go with mahogany. I'm mm. primarily like strummer, low mm. G. Mm. I don't need 
like the Fancy. punch of <laughs> oh. like spruce uh-huh. you know like spruce just like the the sound just kind of like jumps right off of the mm-hmm. soundboard mm-hmm. i don't i don't really need too much of that so like mahogany is a little bit more mellow and mm. and i don't need to like stand out or anything i need to blend <laughs> in so like that's yeah. that's probably it but like yeah back insides mm. i don't care at all <laughs> <laughs> you played a fluke forever <laughs> yeah yeah and that to me that just like you know goes to show but Mm-hmm. It, um as far as looks like you know what combination looks good to you like yeah. that would depend mm-hmm. you know and yeah so if we're, if we're talking about like just you know like looks why what looks good to you eh? um so if it's not for you just like something that you would like to look like, <laughs> yeah you know, like, i don't know looks wise <laughs> i don't know like you've been talking about like sunburst finishes oh yeah and so like i oh, i okay. like that but that's kind of like an after yeah you know yeah, yeah. afterthought kind of thing, thing. Yeah. that's not really the wood itself <laughs> <It's a> finish <laughs> yeah so I, I i don't know like yeah that that's also a thing that i think people can kind of get hoity-toity about right yeah like Oh, you bought that for the looks, but that's not a good sounding ukulele. Yeah. But looks are important yeah, too. Looks, like if you right. like looking at it and like every day you look at it and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I just like how this ukulele looks. Yeah. You'll probably have fun playing it too. So yeah. 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 Don't don't yeah. discredit it. I uh going back to that like that Jake album with like that um dragon and stuff, mm-hmm. like there there's that that uh, the hammer that we, we talked about a few you know a few episodes ago mm-hmm. and um he he's playing the hammer on the cover and it's like man that you look so good and then, <laughs> but that's like not the uke that he uses on the album you know to uh, record and stuff but it's just like that i bet that sounds so good yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it does like luckily yeah. it does but it's just like you you look at it as a fan you're like man that's i would love to see how that <laughs> sounds like because that thing looks amazing like a million dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a spruce um, Brazilian rosewood combination. It's like uh, like all the um, you know you see all the rock albums where yeah. they're holding like, yeah. custom guitars and everything, yeah. and then you find out like for their actual album <laughs> they didn't use it at all. <laughs> they're using like uh, uh, what is it like two hundred dollar Mexican Telecaster, uh, Stratocaster. Yeah. They're like, I love yeah. the way that this sounds. I, I know yeah, exactly like, how oh, to. And that album, it. it sounds so good. Have you heard it? Yeah. <laughs> or like, it's not even a guitar. It's like the like the hundreds of like processing stuff, like compressors yeah. that they run it yeah. through. You know, like post processing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, so. like looks. Well, if you if you get something a little bit outside of your price range, mm-hmm. like that might actually hinder your practice because you don't want to touch it That's or you don't want to blemish it at all. Yeah. So like utility is is good. Like talking mm-hmm. about the fluke, like I don't mm-hmm. care if I bang it around. It's always... <laughs> it, you want to play it, it more. It can stand up on its own and it, it can stand like anywhere in the house. So yeah. I, like, you know, it's always like somewhere around mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for, for me and Aldrin, right? Like it's like, we have uh, cards that are like hundreds of dollars, right? <laughs> how many yeah, are worth, like worth hundreds? Of what, yeah. what is the how how expensive is the cards that you probably play with the most? Uh, like fifteen dollars. Yeah, 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 like fifteen bucks. Yeah, and, and the the higher it gets, it's just kind of like Ooh, yeah, it's nice to touch once a, a year, <laughs> yeah. once yeah. twice a year. Yeah, back in the box. Because like uh, Kahai gave me some uh, some Fontaine Reds, and right now they're going for about five anywhere from five to eight hundred dollars. <laughs> For, for, for that deck and i keep it like in uh you know in, in one of those ds1 sleeve and that ds1 sleeve goes it in, goes into a case yeah, <laughs> like yeah. i i take you care of that thing i take it. it out every now and then like i'll play f- with it for like 10 minutes you're like okay cool back in the case you go <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah so you don't want your ukulele no, 
like, or or yeah, at least the true. only ukulele that you have, you don't want it to be like that. Yeah. So if you can afford like a nice one, also make sure that you can you can at the same time afford mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something that yeah, like that a beater would, that you can actually use. Mm-hmm. I guess and have both of them. Yeah. I guess you, you, it's also the question, right? What are you buying this uke for? Are you buying it to like so it looks nice and you might play it occasionally? Or are you bu- buying it so you can like take it out, leave it out of the case and play it like every single yeah. day? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, you know, some advice to those people that like that buy it and stuff and keep it in the, you know, keep it in the case and stuff. It's good to keep it in the case and play it as often as possible because you're not going to hear the full potential of that instrument until that instrument opens up. And the only way that's going to happen is if you play your instrument. So if you, you know, buy an instrument just to look at it and stuff, that's fine if you don't intend to hear the true potential of that instrument, but really play it just because it'll it'll sound better (laughs) you know like and you can always like wipe it down put it back in the case and stuff but go play it just be careful i guess you know like if you're one of those people to buy like the fifteen thousand dollar one of one kamakas or like (laughs) and stuff play the the dang thing you know and like um then put it away wipe it down put it away because because i know those are you know like a down payment for for a car or a house (laughs) (laughs) but it's yeah they're meant to be played they're instruments I think yeah, and then you'll you'll hear stories, right? Like where it's like, oh, we have this Martin that was mm-hmm. left in a closet that yeah. was never played, so it was like fifty years old or yeah. whatever. And it's like, oh, that Martin is pretty expensive, and it looks really nice. Mm. But you also hear stories of like a grandpa or uncle who's been playing the same ukulele for mm. the past twenty years, thirty years. Yeah. And you listen to that thing, and it's like, holy cow, that ukulele like <laughs> sings. That ukulele yeah. like, they it got its working, so it's good. Yeah. There so. was um, there was a Martin in uh in in my wife's uh grandma's house that was just there, and and I'm like, oh man, that's that's like a Martin, and I guess it belonged to her grandpa, and uh, I was like, do you guys, do you guys ever play it and stuff? It's like, well. There's like no strings on it, but you guys ever, you know, like you guys ever play it? And uh, I and I took it and I, you know, wiped it down and restrung it. I think it sounds amazing, uh-huh. you know. And there was one um, that that I got. I think I've told this story before that like um, my wife's mom got, you know, in, in like a trash bag at the church, and I took it back to Kamaka and they fixed it up and stuff. I think it sounds beautiful. So play it it's it's gonna sound better the more you play it it's gonna age and it's gonna sound better so yeah all right Kai, uh, next question. Oh. jim jim in the chat also said that uh timber as a natural product may vary too you know yeah that's yeah, true as yeah, far yeah, yeah. as quality yeah. or even yeah. like um they're living things so you know what i mean not every like um no two living things are gonna have the same life experiences and that goes the same exact way for trees like um yeah. you know the amount of water that it gets the amount of wind the amount of air the elevation like all that stuff is all gonna matter like who you know which animal is like rubbing their or like scratching their backs on it, you know <laughs> yeah. or whatever like sometimes yeah. that matters <laughs> and, then, and then timber too has different grades yes yes uh you know within yeah. different types sometimes so. it's like it's correctly like quarter sawn sometimes it's just you know like oh here's <laughs> some scrap wood go make some make a yeah. out of yeah. it you know so that will definitely definitely make a yeah. difference mm-hmm. and it yeah in addition to the build quality yes like uh yeah we we highly recommend right like if you order ukulos online like we have we know people who will do a great job like the ukulele site or mim mm-hmm. But it's it's hard. It's still hard because like you can and those guys they'll like even send you sound samples of the exact mm-hmm. ukulele that you're ordering and everything. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah that's just where it's like you don't know exactly what you're gonna get until it's in your hands and you're playing it right yeah so i think that's that's still like the best experience of buying an instrument is if you can play it yourself like have it in your hands because mm-hmm. uh too like you don't know uh different people play instruments differently and so you can hear it uh, you know being played and recorded and be like oh that sounds so beautiful it's so yeah. bright and stuff and once you get it you can be like oh it's a really dark ukulele like i don't know what happened but mm. that's just the way it is so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i also wanted to, wanted to mention blackbird oh, which yeah, blackbird is not necessarily yeah, wood carbon fiber no. Oh, the the Ecoa? Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah. they don't do carbon fiber at all anymore. Oh, not anymore. Mm. Yeah. So um, it's it's strictly Ecoa, which is like mm. a like a synthetic, is like linen based, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a linen linen based mm-hmm. um, resin kind of, mm-hmm. um, that they created, and it sounds fantastic. Mm. And that's that's all build build quality and. And I guess properties of yeah. the synthetic, but <laughs> yeah, it's not like that actual coal wood, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it it's sounds not, good. It's too. not coal at all. Yeah, it's, they awesome. just called it ecoa. Mm-hmm. It's based off of it's like linen fibers that mm-hmm. they they mesh together with in a resin. That's so like groundbreaking. <laughs> like people don't yeah. even realize like, yeah. that could be used for other things or yeah, yeah. And, they, and they are they they yeah. spun out like a, an entire um separate business yeah to help promote it to mm-hmm. other other industries yeah. but um it's pretty cool they got that, they got something there yeah <laughs> that's yeah. probably gonna become the norm though more and more you know as, sustainable yeah and you, wood is just like they're chopping down trees and mm-hmm. you know it's like uh even the the trees that can be pretty easy to get now like yeah. it might not be easy to get in 10 years 20 yeah. years yeah so. yeah because we could plant trees and stuff but it's gonna take like hundreds of years for it to like grow and naturally fall so you can harvest it you know like and we're trying our best you know like as, as humans to um to offset all the all the things that you know that, that we've been doing as far as like cutting down trees and turning them into instruments and whatnot but it's it's gonna take a long time. <laughs> it's gonna take a long <laughs> yeah. time. Like Brazilian rosewood, like they they said no no more. Back in the seventies, they're like no more. You know, like for hundreds yeah. of years. For hundreds of years. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, fine. Like this year, year I don't know two twenty five hundred. <laughs> like now nah, you now you can go ahead. Like it's we have enough. You can grab <laughs> some. And if that's if like you know the world hasn't blown up by like twenty five hundred. You know. Yeah. But, so even like you know people are like oh how do you get like a it, you know if it's so hard to get uh timber and all these things how do you get like a, a piece of wood that's like hundreds of years old yeah. or whatever but usually it's like reclaimed right like they yeah. find it uh you know like sunk in the bottom of a lake or someplace yeah. mm-hmm. or someplace that it just hasn't been touched and mm-hmm. it's like oh we can actually use this wood mm-hmm. but they're it's getting less and less where they're actually harvesting the wood yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, with with, with Kanilea, like I know that uh, most of them prefer like the fallen trees. Like I think they only mm. really use like fallen trees. I don't yeah. think they, you know, they cut trees down and stuff. And they're trying to offset the, you know, all of that by planting new trees. But like we said, that's not going to be available for hundreds of years. But I I was wondering like if um would say Brazilian roses since that's the topic. If uh, if one gets fallen down, then there could you know I guess they could harvest that right? Not yeah, harvest then, in the traditional sense where you cut it down. And stuff, yeah, but yeah, you cool could. Beans. <laughs> but I mean, but still, 
Yeah. They they probably can't export it out of the country. That's true. Right? Yeah. Out of yeah. Brazil. It's, it's still illegal. I mean, and I'm guessing like, you know, if it's a tree and it's like, mm. you know, it's starting to topple or something and, you know, it's like one of those species where it's like, mm, it's kind of going extinct. Yeah. They might try to like save it before just being like, yeah, it's yeah, just gonna fall. There's things that growing out of the tree, you know, that or yeah. our, uh, our little seedlings and stuff that that could happen. That's true. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So next question, Kahai. That was a good one. Good question. Uh, I think I, I don't think we have another question, but mm -hmm. uh, Kathy sent in a video for yes. us to do a student review for. Yes. So. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, Let's go to the clip. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> and then we just do the left on this. So, uh, yeah, Kat, sorry. I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Kathy said in the uh, student review, very good job, Kathy. Always, always great. Is that an original song? Kai? Yep. Yeah. Okay, uh, original song, pretty cool. Um, I dig it. So uh, you know you you've grown all these you know all these months that we've been we've been working with you and you've been kind of showing us your you know your original music and how it's kind of evolved and stuff. Um, some things to watch out for is uh, is tempo. Something that I've kind of noticed because um, I think the first chorus or the first time I, I think it's the you know it's the chorus, but it it speeds up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, is this like intentional? Is the you know is the speed up a little? It, it, it's a slight speed up, but it is noticeable. Um, it's like, is that intentional? And I waited for like the, the verse to come back to see if it slows back down. But then uh, the verse came back and it was still kind of, you know, that sped up tempo. So be careful. Um, I don't know if you use a click when you, uh, you know, when you record. But that's one way to, uh, you know, to, um, to f not fix, but like make that sound better or at least you know be better with the uh with, with the consistency of the rhythm i mean we're, we're humans after all we're not going to be like completely perfect as far as the uh, as far as perfect rhythm goes or we're not like those crazy alien drummers who can do that but um using a click like uh when you record put on your headphones have the click on your headphones so that you you know you can follow a um a metronome that's what the click is for those people who don't know what click means and just kind of play the rhythm ukulele based on the click and see uh, and try to be as on it you know with the click as possible and because it'll it'll show in the final product okay um once you have you know once you have a rhythm section to a click that should be all gonna just follow the rhythm section because if the rhythm section is to the click then everything else should kind of you know fall in line so to speak um, other than that, I thought it was yeah, I thought it was good. You know, like vocals were vocals were good, the harmonies were good, the mix sounded pretty good. Like the ukulele was a little bit soft and stuff, but it's really all about the lyrics anyway. It's not like you were doing anything, you know, with the with the ukulele that would be considered um, front lines. You know, you weren't there weren't any like kind of picking or, or finger picking even. It's mostly rhythm stuff. Uh, so mix wise, I thought that was you know that was fine. That um, that decision was okay. Uh, I don't know. Even the even like the harmonies and stuff. Like, um, I think the balance and the harmony harmonies were good. Yeah, it's not bad. She said uh, mm -hmm. that she tried playing with reverb, uh, yeah. a tiny bit of reverb on the, yeah. the vocals. Yeah, yeah. And then she asked, uh, is, there, good. "Is there too much panning?" I had vocal in the middle, harmony on the left, about fifty percent, mm. and uke on the right, over fifty. So, oh it's... man, I should have used headphones because I was yeah, just listening yeah, just through like, from, from from a laptop and stuff. So. But yeah, we'll we'll take a second listen with with some headphones, and we'll uh, you know we'll we'll give you some feedback on that. I, yeah, sounded okay. I, you know, from 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 here, sounded all right. 
Yeah, and I think that's that's a hard thing too. Is that you make a sound yeah. with panning in it, right? Yeah, and then it, it just ends up like people playing it on their phone, <laughs> on their iPhone, or, iPhone. <laughs> yeah, laptop, where it's just yeah. mono. So it's like, uh, I think if you're worried about mm-hmm. panning and if it's you're panning too much, mm-hmm. use your headphones and then take one headphone off and then listen to just one side, mm-hmm. and you know, like that sounds fine. Yeah, like uh, it. It's a personal. Uh, opinion right mm-hmm. so like if you're happy with it like yeah. that you know it's like oh i can hear harmonies in this side but maybe i can't hear my mm-hmm. lead vocals as much mm-hmm. but that's okay to me you know mm-hmm. and then you listen to the other side and it's like oh i hear it more lead but i don't hear as much harmony but mm-hmm. i'm happy with that too then i i would say that that's a good amount of panning but if you feel like well i can't really hear any of this part and i really want to hear more of it then mm-hmm. consider panning less or panning more to that side you know so yeah, yeah. so um you know we we had craig and sarah last uh, last week so if you folks haven't listened to that it was a you know it was a great time kind of just talking like with the with the organizers slash producers slash whatever and you'll learn all about that like, of the ukulele festival hawaii um if you listen to last week you learn about why i'm saying slash this slash that slash whatever um we're you know we're, we're trying to get more guests and stuff to uh, to be coming in i know mike is coming in next week so for those of you folks who have um uh music theory specific questions definitely ask us because mike will be here to answer any and all of your music theory related questions music writing or just music in general he's a wealth of knowledge so we like having mike in um i'll try to get more people in i talked to cynthia lynn she wants she, she's in she wants to do one in september so think of some uh, some questions that you guys uh, want to ask Cynthia Lynn. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try we'll try our best. That's that's kind of a soft date, you know. But um, uh, the chick is busy, guy. <laughs> so <laughs> September is the first, you know, that that uh, uh, the first opportunity that we can we can book her. But it might not be till October. We'll see, you know. Yeah. Are you excited? That sounds good. That's this is like a cool little crossover. We did a cross a soft crossover with the uh, with the lesson and stuff, but now we get to sit down and and talk story with the uh, with the songstress herself. It's gonna be good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, I, I got a I got an email or a question in from a from from Chris and Sue about uh, about the ukulele oversoul videos, and they were asking about man. Did you see that question? Yeah, can I, can I give one last advice to yeah. Kathy too? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just remembered something. Uh, some people have a hard time recording to a metronome, right? Like mm-hmm. just the consistent like clack, clack, clack. It kind of yeah. like freaks them out. Mm-hmm. I know it does for me too. Mm-hmm. So look for a drum track. Instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Online, yeah. you can find it on YouTube. You can just download one if, you, you know, if, you, uh, if you're looking for some and stuff. That's, uh, I had that advice for somebody. I don't know. It might have been Kathy. <laughs> like uh, somebody who was... Uh, you know who is kind of playing around and stuff i'm like okay well you know i i know that click can get annoying sometimes especially during practice like but if you go on youtube and you search up say like you know if you know the beats per minute that you'll be practicing to anyway or that you'll be playing to you can just look up you know um some some beats to practice you on youtube or if you're looking for stuff to record with like kahai said you can download some or like some already kind of built in right on some daws yeah uh and just i look around and you know uh i think Mm -hmm. you'll probably find one that fits you but you can chop you can do a bunch of stuff yeah yeah and it'll probably if it's somebody who's actually recording the drums Mm -hmm. it'll it won't be as straight and it'll probably sound more natural your rhythm will sound more natural too in the overall track so yeah Mm -hmm. uh i i remember when you know when when it 
before I had like the fancy schmancy Pro Tools and I was just using like GarageBand and stuff, there was like a wealth of um, of pre-recorded like rhythms and beats and stuff that that they had, and even like uh, they had like band in a box like with some of their you know um, some of their instruments that you can you just use your keyboard to like to play the you know to play the instrument. That sounded really good too, you know. Um, <clears throat> so it, even if you don't. Uh, find beats you could probably make a beat with like you know with uh, with their instruments that that's that's on there and just you can just move it around to you know, so that it's like perfectly timed and stuff yeah there's lots of ways yeah, yeah. Uh, I would even say like if you like a song and you like the BPM and mm -hmm. like there's just a drum part of it you know yeah. like just uh, use just that part to record your mm -hmm. chorus or whatever mm -hmm. and then like from there you know uh, you can record over yourself playing or you can mm -hmm. do whatever but just using it as like a baseline so mm -hmm. you can get right. that first recording and get that like like you said right record your backing yeah, yeah. ukulele first yeah just so you know you're steady yeah we actually talked about this last night right aaron we're like um <clears throat> you want to record like the the rhythm tracks first before you record like all the other stuff yeah. you know like make a steady rhythm and then put on top <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so. Oh, I also wanted to mention I liked how she was she she was playing around with going from a major key to a minor key to key. Oh I think the verses were minor and then the chorus was major mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then it went back to a minor. So yeah, yeah, she yeah. did a pretty that good job fun. with that. That was too. fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So fun question. Uh did you see it, Kai? Let's let's yeah, answer yeah. that. That's that's this one's for fun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> So, Chris and Sue, they said, uh, uh, we saw that Manny accompanied Aldrin on last week's Oversoul song. So, what is the backstory of Manny? Yeah, uh, for those people who are, like, watching Ukulo Underground just for, like, the past, even just five, six years, don't know who the heck Manny is. <laughs> it, was just, it was a joke that, like, that, like, that was okay, but we just didn't, like, you know, go run with it. But we're just like, okay, we'll just keep as as a joke in the background. Like, um, so this is... This is not kayfabe. Let's break kayfabe and let's talk about you know let's talk about Manny for for a little bit because if we're talking about it in in, in kayfabe, um, then we it would be a different story. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, huh? we're, we're the contract is we're not even supposed to mention him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so let's break kayfabe for a little bit. Um, Manny, uh, who who found Manny? Who had Manny first? Do you find Manny first? No. Or did did I have Manny first? Yeah. Huh? Where did Manny come from? You guys, you guys, I think. Oh, Ace! It was at Ace Hardware. We saw the, like this. We saw this chicken, like this pup, chicken puppet thing. And I'm like, okay, I guess you know, well, uh, well, I'll, I'll buy it. We can like use it for something or whatever. And then, um, and I don't know how like how it started, but like you, uh, like there's been many people who have pup like puppeteered manny in the past and i've puppeteered Man manny in the past aaron has puppeteered manny in the past daniel cummings was supposed to be like the official voice yeah. of manny the rooster yeah. and uh, he had this like kind of filipino accent and we named him manny after like manny pacquiao <laughs> because uh -huh. like uh famous filipino boxer and he was super famous at the time so like manny the rooster um because in in Kauai, uh there is a uh, russell the rooster was like the famous like pop mm -hmm. Rooster puppet, puppet? Yeah, 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 for um for kids uh like the, the children's yeah it was like yeah. kawaii public access yeah yeah <laughs> it was like kawaii public access 
rooster puppet called Russell the Rooster. And and I saw it and I'm like, oh, this is, we can have our own little like mascot <laughs> Russell, or whatever. Yeah. He was supposed to be like the ukulele on the ground mascot. And he was for a little bit because uh-huh. there's like all these like these fan arts that people were doing and stuff. This was way, 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 way long ago when ukulele on the ground like first started. And um, and yeah, he, you know, we, we featured him in, in some videos. He had his own YouTube channel at one point, and I think it's still, is that YouTube channel still up? I'm not sure. <laughs> or did he get taken down by YouTube? Yeah, there's there's like videos of him singing, uh, you know, on YouTube. It's <laughs> all, like we tried to, you know, like to, to make it, make it a thing, but it's like, it's a joke. We weren't like serious about making him into like a serious mascot or whatever. Just like, ah, oh, we'll just like toss Manny in there. But um yeah now whenever we travel like uh aaron actually like brings manny along and we'll have him in there we'll have him in some pictures he has an instagram if you guys want to follow his instagram yeah. uh i think it's manny he has, rooster he has his own ukulele and ukulele case yeah his own ukulele, <laughs> ukulele case right over there uh, <laughs> it's, it's there yeah <laughs> new call a case yeah so manny then there's two mannies there's three mannies actually right so i oh, bought that the is first bro- yeah. breaking the fourth wall <laughs> i bought the first mannie and uh, and aaron bought his own mannie and um and deech and russ have their own mannie as well because they found it in the mainland yeah so it's I don't know who makes these like, like <laughs> rooster puppets and stuff, but it's it's not it's not like a custom made puppet or anything. It's um yeah, yeah you so can Deech, find them. Deech and Russ have each made video or videos together. Yeah, with featuring Matt, their Manny. own Manny. Yeah. <laughs> we should <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm like, right off the bat, we gotta break K <laughs> before we talk about Manny, because that's that's how this is this question is gonna get answered. <laughs> But it's uh, it's been fun, you know. We just we just like to have fun with it, and you know, with, with anything that we do, it's just just for the lols, like we just because we think it's funny. So sometimes, like on tour, we'll bring you know we'll bring Manny, and Manny will be on stage with us, and people will ask us after the show like, "What's with the chicken?" We're like, "What chicken?" <laughs> like, "Oh, you mean Manny? Like he did some harmonies and stuff, you know?" Um, yeah, it's it's been fun. He he went uh, he went to Europe with us. That was that was pretty cool. You know, he went to the mainland a bunch of times with us. Uh, people have taken pictures with Manny. You know, like uh, people have been like, "Oh, let's like is that Manny the rooster? Let me like, take a picture <laughs> yeah. of him and stuff." Like, there's there's tons of like like uh, cool Manny stuff out, especially from like the early 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 stages of Ukulele Underground. There's lots of Manny stuff, but now we we just kind of keep him in the back. There's kind of an homage, like just having him back there and stuff. Okay, and now, unless you guys want to say anything else, I'm going to go back to kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been like... End that. And okay, and yeah. kayfabe. We have like 200 episodes, right? 200 yeah. podcast episodes of like yes. the Thursday Live Lesson, yeah. and this is 25 of mm-hmm. the Ukulele Underground podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's around like, you will you might hear about him again in 225 <laughs> episodes. <right? laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's, you know... So I featured him um, on on last week's video for uh, for my Ukulele Oversoul YouTube channel, and uh, I I uh, I was thinking of an OK Go song to do, and I was like, okay, a million ways that sounds pretty good, and maybe I'll dance or something for the million ways video because they did they did a dance for their music video, but then I was looking you know at like because I'm like okay how do I make the uh, the the camera how do I shoot the shot so that I they, they can see me dancing or whatever, and while I was looking at the shot I'm like Manny's in the background I want to do this OK Go song instead where like it talks about ghosts and stuff and there's like a, a part where like goes. Oh, 
So I'm like, yes, man in the room. So I'm doing that yeah. song instead. Guarantee it's gonna be it's gonna be so much fun. And I did. And I'm like, I want to get two Mannings because the uh, that all note part is like harmonized. So I tried to do that thing where like there's like two Mannings on the same screen, but I, I don't know. Like I'm not that great with color correcting and feathering. Now I know <laughs> what feathering means. You know, uh, thanks to Kai Fire. Like I didn't. I should have like, hey guys, what's that thing that, that you do? But instead I'm like, you know, that's fine. <laughs> where, uh, where there's like the, the two Maddies like singing and singing harmony in the background and stuff. Uh, yeah, so I saw the puppet. I'm like, that's, that's cool. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to use that. And now I'm going to try to make him a recurring character in, uh, in, in my Uka Elver Soul videos because people need, the world needs to see Maddie. Yeah, someone <laughs> found his channel oh, yeah? and posted it in the... In, in the, the chat. chat, yeah, the <laughs> Yeah, so so yeah, that's right. Um, he was featured a lot in your "You Got Mail" series. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you got so mail. So if you go go to, on YouTube and and search for "You Got Mail" <laughs> episodes with Aldrin, mm -hmm. like that was a, a whole like show that we used to do. Mm -hmm. Aldrin, was, yeah, that he did. Yeah. So actually, I was I was thinking of bringing that back as a once a month thing, like because I've been doing these weekly videos, and I'm like, okay, well, if I can do these videos, I think I can do "You Got Mail." So once I'm done with the ukulele oversoul, um, like music stuff like weekly music uploads i'm gonna do a monthly um uh you got mail upload stuff so that's that's for 2022 that's gonna be my next project because it's been fun I've, I've been having some fun and like it gives me perspective on like what aaron and kai does like video wise so it's it's actually cool and, and good for you know good for me to to just appreciate like the things that these guys do because it's it's not easy work <laughs> like it's it's not and i've been so spoiled like through yeah throughout these you know throughout these years of like oh yeah cool i'll just film it you guys got it right just you know and then and it'll look amazing you know by, by the time i watch it like the uh, the final product i'm like oh yeah that looks that looks good that's exactly what i expected uh, and uh and not knowing like the hours of of work that it takes for them to even get like just maybe one part down or whatever like or one there's there's gonna be some cool effects on the um on next month's uh video that aaron has put some time in and you'll you'll understand what i mean when you watch that um uh without giving too much away how long did that take you this this new thing that we did for next month's lesson oh i don't know <laughs> just, some time. I just kept working on it it's, it's still not done so i have what one day left or something <laughs> Well, like, uh, I, I feel mm -hmm. like when I'm working on a, editing a video mm -hmm. and it's like an hour and I, I like zoom out of the track, mm -hmm. I'm like, whew, I got one minute of the video done <laughs> in an hour. Yeah. That is actually it's pretty, pretty fast. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, that, I'm, I'm, I'm grinding today. I'm nice. But Pat yeah, it's, it's that. It's just to, you know, like to kind of get a better better understanding and an appreciation to what these guys do so it's it's i want to want to do do more stuff so next next year 2022 spring back you got mail why not monthly show if it's once a month if i can like uh record edits and make a video and edits you know like a a song a week i think i could answer a few questions like yeah. every every month i think i can do that um but in the meantime it, we are due kahai to do another one of those q a's we did a q a and that was fun that you know the first time that we did that so let's uh, let's schedule something for a q a and uh yeah it should be fun okay let's do one i mean 
no no timeline at all so that Kahai, you know, can do his his regular projects and get those done. Cause like I just said, it takes them hours, days, weeks to uh, to to do some of these videos that you guys watch and it's like five minutes long or whatever, you know? But um yeah, I wanna do another one. I wanna just answer questions and stuff. That's aside from this because that uh the yukon mail series for those of you folks haven't haven't seen that that allowed me to get silly as well it was pretty cool you know i i, I did some silly questions in that and i kind of want to do that again and get in touch with the audience it's a, yeah. it's a very young yeah Aldrin, young Aldrin in a very messy room <laughs> yeah you know my, my room is still messy but like now it's you know it's my room now it's yeah. not like my room at my parents house now it's my messy room in my house <laughs> yeah the only difference that series too was good because it could answer you could answer some specific questions yeah but they were like questions that once people heard or like you know they once somebody asked mm. it then they real like other people would usually realize like oh i have that same question too i just didn't know it or yeah like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's that's what so i wanted we'll to that. know and that's like that was the premise of the q a stuff that we did i think we only did one of those or one or two of those right kai yeah, we did a couple. Yeah, yeah. so I want to I want to do that again. That's that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> but we're gonna have to create like a new intro for that. It was, <laughs> it was formatted for like the original YouTube in that. Oh, like, the you got mail. Oh yeah, that's right. The intro. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then please. and it was and it was like. I, I don't mm. know. I mean, even you've got mm. mail that reference is <laughs> yeah, like so. a very dated <laughs> <AOL>. reference. <laughs> yeah. So uh. it was like it was funny at the time because it was, it was <laughs> sort of nostalgic at the time already yeah. and now it's like totally out of touch. I mean, what does that even mean? I don't yeah. I don't get it. But yeah, so um you know, I, I want to add some, you know, some new shows to our uh, Ukulele on the Ground YouTube channel and that's going to be one of and I want to edit that. That's going to be be fun. I just I dig it now, guys. I think yeah. I think I'm ready for like actual videos. <laughs> I've done. I mean, simple videos like you got mail. I don't. I don't think I'm ready for editing one of these like lesson videos. But I think I think I can do like a fun one. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, in fact, all of our shows when we started were formatted mm. for like old YouTube. Oh yeah, or just like you know. YouTube couldn't handle anything more than 10 minutes, so we... Yeah, we that's you everything. minutes. So yeah, yeah like... we did everything <laughs> under five, I think. Mm -hmm. We did most of our stuff under we five. We didn't have the lessons on video. Yeah, we had lessons just embedded on our site. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think when we started live streaming to YouTube, that's when I like clicked the button to be like, do you want to upload videos longer <laughs> than 10 minutes? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, up to that point, it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, like, YouTube couldn't even um, like accept anything more than like 100 megs before. Uh -huh. Yeah, that was like, because uh, I remember I have an old, old, old Legend of Zelda video on there. And it was like like 105 because it was like five minutes yeah, long or like whatever. And, uh, yeah, I really, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I had to. So it was... Um, here we are getting all nostalgic about old school about YouTube. And... Terrible connectivity yeah. and like <laughs> I was yeah. just thinking about like Blog TV and Justin TV and yeah, Ustream yeah. back Ustream. then. Man. Now it's like Twitch and stuff and all the kids are on it. But I guess we were the kids that were on Blog TV. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Speaking of Blog TV. 
All right, I'll talk to you about it later. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that pretty much does it for uh, this episode of the Ukulele on the Ground podcast. Hope you guys had fun. Uh, next week, Magic Mike comes back. So once again, ask all your questions that um, that are directed to Magic Mike on the Ukulele on the Ground Plus forum or however you guys want to give it to us. Um, we you know we have mail as well. What, what is our email, Kahai? Questions? Uh, yep. Questions at ukuleleunderground.com questions don't forget the s questions at ukuleleunderground.com if you have questions for magic Mike, or questions for us doesn't really matter just questions in general just send them in and uh, we'll try to answer them next week if not I guess we'll be talking about clarinet for an hour <laughs> okay Did, hmm? uh, so some people have sent in uh, their songwriting challenges because mm-hmm. uh, they think they're worried to get it or they wanted to get it in mm-hmm. before a deadline okay so should we set a deadline? Let's do it for next week. We'll show our songs. Mike likes to listen to our songs anyway, so <laughs> Mike will uh, will 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 uh, will do the songs and Mike next week. So we're not going to use Mike coming here as an excuse to, uh, to extend it for one more week. We'll do it next week. Everybody's will everyone will be due next week. Ours will be due next week. Uh, the audience will be due next week, and we'll give a, you know we'll give a prize. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Lesson. People want that third lesson. <laughs> Okay. All right. So if nothing else, we'll see you folks next time. We'll see you tomorrow for our little Friday Live Jam and UU Plus Live Coaching. Have a great one. Enjoy your day. Aloha.